0: Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Campion here with Andrea Price. This young woman started Price's Pristine Cleaning October 2000. Woo! Shouldn't talk for a living. All right, here we go. Let's do it. October 2018 uh, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, serving commercial clients. She cleaned apartment complexes alone for three years, uh, but got burnt out. I'm sure you did. I'm surprised it took you that long and quit. (laughs) And she's wanting to start up again. So that's the background I got, but why don't you say hello and uh, fill in the blanks uh, with your your Hi,
1: um, again, yes, I'm Andrea. Yes. I cleaned apartments for three years solo. Um, I did get burnt out doing all the work. It was a lot. Um, I always wanted to hire people, but I was working so much. I never had the time to hire people. So after a while it just became too much for me and I just stopped doing it. And, um, now I'm wanting to get back into it because it is, it was good work. Um, but now I'm just kind of like, don't know where to start at and don't know where to go right
0: now. So, cool. Well, let's jump in and see if we can't help you. I think. Okay. Um, well, you know what? If it's all right, as opposed okay. to doing the regular, just where you give me a question, can I may I just coach you as if you were a client, like you were in our program, and I was trying to help you?
1: Yep. Right,
0: <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so I'll ask you a couple of questions and I'll do what I can to help you get on the right track. So. The first thing, and this is for everybody, everybody, um, even if you're not just starting up again, you've got a business going, but you're looking for a coach, you're looking to improve, you're looking to get next level. Um, yeah. Obviously, a coach can ask these questions to you and with you, but if you don't have a coach, you can ask these questions to yourself. It's a little harder, Perfect. but they still need to be mm-hmm. answered. So let's just talk about your goal, Andrea. Um, there's only two real things this business can give you aside from you know prestige and feelings of importance, but like actual quantifiable things is time and money right? Right. Um, And only two things that you can give it, time and money. So um, what kind of, we don't need to really about worry about what money you're wanting to put in right now. Let's talk about what kind of money you're wanting to get out and what kind of time you want to put in and what you'd like to spend that time
1: doing. Well, instead of doing the cleaning, I want to spend my time running my business versus the cleaning. Um, I also wanted to, um, out of my company i wanted it to grow as well um like i said i was doing it solo by myself so i want to um you know gain the knowledge of how to run my company properly um because i just so hold
0: on you're jumping to step two which which i'm Sorry. glad you did no <laughs> no don't be. i'm glad you do what other clients do so i can coach you you know if you said everything perfect then I, I couldn't we couldn't give value to clean nation so hopefully you guys she did something great I want you to get. And then she did something that wasn't as helpful that I want you to get as well. Not just Andrew, but Cleaning nation. So the first thing she did very clearly, very quickly. I don't want to clean. I want to work on my business, not in it. Key distinction. There's no moral judgment to clean toilets for money. It is God-fearing hard work. There's nothing wrong with that. Please don't hear me say no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with having a business that pays other people to do that. Well, you do different kinds of work and get paid for b- building a business as opposed to cleaning toilets. So there's no moral judgment. The only judgment, which isn't even moral, just business is if you don't know which is which, or even worse, you say you want one thing and you act another. I want to run my business. I don't want to clean. And then you go clean, not you, but the world. So right. great job starting with what you want. I don't want to clean. And honestly, what you don't want is as important. So I don't want right. to clean. I want to run my business. Super clear. Then we got into kind of some fuzziness around well you know i want the money and i want to get the knowledge and so you're already and this is very common to business owners you're already starting to try and make a plan but we haven't gotten clear on a plan to go where to do what so let's right. get crystal clear on what where we're going you're already like i could buy a plane ticket but i think i'd want to fly first class but that's going to be expensive now there's also trains but we haven't nailed down where are we going to orlando or paris like right. until we get the where down well let's not even talk about trains because obviously you go to paris that a training ain't going to be a great idea. So we know that you don't want to clean. Perfect. What? And let's just go with a year. By the way, I do a lot of these coachings and this is exactly the conversation I have. And my least favorite is, there's two, two ways you can screw this up. Well, I don't want to, you know, I've tried before and I failed and I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, get over my skis or say too high and, you know, embarrass myself. Let's be honest. Let's get what you want. The other one is I don't want to limit myself, Mike. I want to be a billionaire. I don't want to put a limit on it. It's like hold on, setting a goal and a target isn't a limit. It's it's just business. So let's go a year from now. So good a good question, pick on poor Andrea. When I said, "Where do you want out of this thing, money wise?" would be like when because there's that answer is different. Obviously, in a month, and a year, and ten years. So let's go a year because in a month. Kind of hard to make a lot of difference in 10 years it's really hard to control what's going to happen between now and then so one year from today you're not cleaning we we start this thing with you not cleaning what kind of profit does this need to make for you to be on track doing a happy dance
1: um i would like my to at least be making like
0: 10k a month now here's here's another distinction everyone says 10k and i think they don't get the difference between profit and revenue so revenue is all the dollars that come into your business profits mm-hmm. what you get to pay after expenses i'm assuming or what you get to keep after expenses sorry
1: right.
0: um i'm assuming you want 10,000 in profit not 10,000 in revenue correct
1: yes yes okay.
0: here's another mistake okay. folks make is they go well when i was cleaning myself i kept 80% of the, the money so when i'm have employees, I'll (laughs) need I'll keep 50% of the money. So, you know, if I want to make 10 grand, I'll just need, you know, first of all, they just think 10 grand is magic. And then they get to 10 grand like, holy crap, I don't I don't get to keep all that. So we coach to 50, 30, 20, you can do much better than that, but this is the minimum 50, 30, 20. So 50% cost of goods sold, what you're gonna pay your labor, 30% for overhead for insurance and car, well, not cars, but gas for your employees, rags, uh, marketing cell phones, all the nonsense you needed to, to run a business and then 20% leftover. So that means if you want $10,000 in profit, you really, and it's a real business that actually operates itself without you cleaning. We're talking mm-hmm. 50 grand a month in revenue. Does that makes sense.
1: Yes. Understand. Okay,
0: and again, no judgment if you did or didn't. But most people just they don't they don't just do that simple math of like, okay, well, what does that mean? So fifty and the good thing is that if, there's no way you're gonna have a fifty thousand dollars a month cleaning company and still be cleaning toilets. I guarantee you that. So right. It's a good thing. We, <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, well, you. It's not, I wouldn't even know how to check it. It's possible, but why? I mean, I couldn't imagine cleaning toilets and running a half of you know six hundred thousand dollars a year business.
1: Right. Okay,
0: so we're clear on we don't want to clean and we want. in revenue. That's going to take uh, $50,000. And by the way, this is exactly what we do when you come into the program. We're just doing it a little bit for you. So the next thing we're going to have to do is there's some common things that you're going to need. Leads, bid, sales, applicants, interview starts. So we can't go through that process now, but you're going to have to figure out how many of each of those you'll need each year to build up a $50,000 a month business. Does that make sense? So let's just say, I'm going to do easy math. Um, let's just say your average client's 500 bucks a month, which if you're going to go residential, that's high, you probably won't be that high. If you're going to go commercial, that's low. You probably won't be that low. (laughs) This is a fake business. that's neither commercial nor residential, but just because I could do easy math, um, 500 bucks a month would just be a hundred clients, right? Mm -hmm. So that means, um, 8.33, I think per month, um, something like that, 8.6, something like that. We'll just call it 10 clients would be 120 clients in a year. Um, and say so you lose twenty of those in the year, boom! Now we got a hundred clients at five hundred bucks a month. That's fifty thousand dollars a month. Easy peasy.
1: Yeah, So okay.
0: <laughs> And I'm going quick. Luckily, this is recorded. No, you're so fine, cleaning you're fine. Nation, you Sorry. can stop and, and Andrea, you're here live, but you can go listen I'm to the recording as well. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, um, and I know a hundred clients sounds like a lot, but ten a month. Now, all of a sudden, that's not not so much. Especially if you're residential. I'll be honest. For commercial, it's. 10 um, is way too many. You're probably not going to get that in a month, but your average client might be worth 2,000. So now you only need 20. So the math kind of changes, right? And if you're doing yeah. residential, you might need 15 clients. So the first thing is you got to figure out my who's going to be my perfect client, which we'll talk about. What's an average client going to be? And then you divide the 50,000 of revenue by the clients you need, and you know, kind of just do a little bit of math. Um, again, we can't go all the way down here because this is what we do over a nine-week program. can't do it in 20 minutes, but then you're, once you've got that, exactly how many clients you need, don't forget you lose them, right? So that's why it's like, mm-hmm. if you need hundred, you, you might, you're gonna wanna sell 110 or 120, cause they're not all gonna stay. You're not gonna have hundred percent retention. Right. And for those of you like, I've been in business five years and I've had hundred percent retention. Yeah, cause you had nine clients that you've had for, you know what I'm saying? Like when you start scaling and taking on hundred clients in a year, I promise you're gonna lose them. Right. Okay, so step one is figure out your niche, which we're gonna come back to. Step two is figure out what your average client value is gonna be, which we're gonna come back to, cause you can influence that and that's a big deal. And then step three is, you break it down into leads bid sales applicants interview starts to get that right so if i need 10 clients a month and half the people i talk to give a bid to become clients well then i need 20 bids and if half the leads i get turn into bids well then i need 40 40 leads so then i just have mm-hmm. to come up with a plan to get 40 leads to turn in 20 bids to turn into 10 you know 10 clients flip side on uh applications same thing if I hire a third of the people I interview. Well, then I, you know, if I need, you know, uh, we'll just say 20 employees or 20 cleaners, um, or let's just say I need three a month. Well, if to keep two, by the way, because you don't want to plan on if I hire three, I'll keep two. All right. Well, to keep two, I hire about a third of the people I interview. Well, I better interview six people. Well, I, uh, you know, only about, 10% of the applications show up. Okay, well, I better get 10 applications to get six interviews, to hire three people, to get two to stay, repeat every month. And I'm just kind of making up the numbers, but does that all make sense how that works?
1: Yes, I get it, yep.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the two important questions that we uh, skipped, and then you should have a good plan to get from here to where you want to go. First one is um, picking my niche. So the beautiful thing about niche is so few people do this and I'll say they have a niche, but they take other clients. So that's like yes. me going, I'm all into my wife. I mean, I date other girls, of course, but you know, it's like, well, hold on.
1: Like, <laughs>
0: like either don't get married or if you're going to be married, then let's just be with that one. You know, um, and I know, you know, nowadays there's different people doing different things, but that's just how <laughs> my, this guy's take on how he's going to be married to his wife. You do what you want to do. Um, okay. So the key to the niche is literally... You're halfway there just by picking a niche because everyone says they're going to pick one until oh but you don't understand i picked residential but this guy's got a business and he wanted me to clean and there's an opportunity a niche by definition means saying no to a large percentage of the people the vast majority of people we've been we've done very well in the space and there's the vast majority of business owners do not own cleaning companies but we've done so well because we only help owners of cleaning companies and i was just looking up last month or last couple nights ago. Um, the data shows there's like a million janitorial companies, like 900,000 cleaning companies. So with 2 million, give or take potential clients for me to go, I need to get out of my niche. That's, that's insane until I have, you know, three, four, 500,000, maybe I could get another niche, but it's insane until then we do the same thing with like residential. There's, you know, 500,000 people in our, in our house and, or in our city and 200,000 households. And of those 200,000 households, 20,000 of them are would be a perfect prospect because they're big enough and have kids and whatever. And we've got nine clients. We're like, I have to take on other, like, are you insane? You have nine out of 20,000. What are you talking about? So half of it is just picking the niche, right? Right. The second thing is everyone thinks niche is like, well, I have an in on this or I like it or I'm good at it or I'm comfortable with it or my brother does. There's all these weird criteria that are terrible criteria to pick a niche. Really? There's just a couple, couple that you really need. One is, you, they gotta have money, right? Like you might love helping apartment dwellers, but most apartment dwellers aren't gonna pay, right. or even renters, right? Like if I'm paying yep. 1500 bucks a month to, or a thousand bucks a month to stay in this place, what's the likelihood gonna pay 300 bucks a month to clean it? And very, right. very low. Where if it's a million dollar home, you know, what's the, what's, what's the chance I can pay 300 bucks a month to maintain it, very high. So right. you gotta make sure they've got that. But the biggest thing that ever misses is pain. Pain, 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 pain. If there is no pain, there is no sale. It is so hard, so hard. If people don't have pain, they're never gonna do anything. If they're in massive, uh-huh. I'd rather take broke people in pain than rich people with no pain. Because what are you selling them if they're not interested, right? So, right. you know, the old adage in marketing is the number one thing, if if you need to start a restaurant is a, a starving group of people. That's better than good right. food, and good prices, than <laughs> clean restrooms, than good service. All that crap without a starving group of hungry people is just about worthless. And you don't need any of it, <laughs> any food mm-hmm. in, with a starving that's group. Nice. So find a starving group of people, whether it's commercial or residential. So with niche, make sure you go with pain, not with the way you're comfortable with. And again, that's, okay. that's big girl, big boy business owner decisions. We want to do a company. Well, I did, you know, apartment complexes and blah, 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 blah. So I'm comfortable with that. And I like that. And I will tell you, apartment complexes move in, move out. They do have pain. It is a huge pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. The last thing that we want to make sure is that they um, a, are recurring. Right. So that's what I don't right. like about the apartment complexes It's very hard to b- scale a business when they're like, I need 17 clean tomorrow and then I don't need any for three weeks and then I need right. two and then just impossible scale. So you have to make sure that the business model, their pain is a pain that you can and want to solve. Right. right. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people out there that get sick yes. if they don't do drugs. Right. They're drug addicts. So they have a pain I could solve. I do not want to solve that. that pain. Right. <laughs> so we got like, it's fine. I mean, it's just not for me. Yeah. So the recurring, if you get people that have pain, they're recurring revenue. When I say recurring, I mean the same amount because you could make the right. argument. No, no, they're recurring. They pay, me. I mean, 300 bucks a month. Every How do you do the math on the apartment complex? Some some months they do hundred turns, some months they do seven, so, you know? Right. Yeah. And then you want to make, there's a bunch of stuff about how you get paid and when you get paid and all that sort of stuff. So A, do the math, understand what you want out of your business. B, figure out your niche. And then C, um, now you just have to find out what their pain is and how, and then offer to solve it for them. Super easy. So again, really easy for me to grow my cleaning company. You guys don't have a lot of money, frankly, most of the time, because if you had big, fat, successful cleaning companies, you would, you, you'd be okay. And, you know, 15% of our clients do that, but 85 are broke folk, right? Mm-hmm. But you have massive pain. You're committed and you're like, I don't want to clean anymore. And I'm working and I, I know this is a waste of my time and I could be so much bigger. So you have so much pain, super easy to sell. So I just found out what you guys want. You're like, I want to grow. I want to get paid. I want to get out of cleaning. And I'm like, we can help you do that. So super easy. We don't even have to sell. We just do these free podcasts and people come to us more than we can handle. So that's the same thing you do. You just find out what their pain is <clears throat> and look at this podcast. What am I doing? I'm talking to Andrew about her pain. And she's like, I want to learn how to grow a cleaning company. I tried before and I got burnt out and I quit probably a good prospect, right? If we're like, <laughs> we have money, we'll show you how to do this. She'd probably be like, yeah, I would like that very much. So, mm-hmm. all right. That's the big hairy overreaching theme questions, comments, rude remarks, any, any other blanks I can fill in for you.
1: Nope. You got, you hit it on the head.
0: <laughs> all right. Easy peasy. Um, Cool. Well, any, I mean, I'm happy to just call it, but any other questions or comments or any other way I can serve you before we go?
1: Um, You were right, like with the commercial cleaning, like, um, because, like I said, I was doing the commercial cleaning and I had my issues with fixing, well, trying to pick my niche because, you know, with the commercial cleaning, you were saying, like, one minute you got all these cleanings and the next week I don't have anything. So, um, but with residential, you know, I guess I'm just... Con- I uh, was concerned about having reoccurring clients or whatever, and I guess I wasn't before finding my target audience when I was doing residential because I was trying to do both. Um, so now I am leaning more towards the residential, um, especially after you hearing all of that, after hearing everything that you were just saying, um, just because I feel like the commercial wasn't like consistent now. So I'm wanting to get into the residential. Well, let's
0: be let's just make a quick clarification because you're using the word commercial, which I would not use Um, apartment complex, move out out is very that is a subset of commercial that I would not recommend, but I would not say all commercial is bad. So let me just comment on what Andrew is saying, because it's really important. That's why we started with what you wanted. So if we weren't clear on whether you want to do the cleaning or not. You might be able, I don't know, it'd still be hard to build a $50,000 business on move in, move out, because you'd still have to hire, but you can't possibly do that many yourself, so you have to hire. But once we, do you see how once we know our goal, we're like, well, I don't want to do any cleaning. Okay. Well, that means you're going to have to hire people. Okay. Well, I want to do move in, move out. Well, do you think you'll be able to hire people to do 20 cleans today and then nothing tomorrow and nothing the next day, and then two the day after that, and then three and then none, and then seven and then 12 and then zero.
1: That was a concern. I probably can't.
0: Okay. So that would be... Not a good niche to hit your goal. But if we're not clear on what the goal is, how can we tell if it's a good niche? And the second thing is, could I do 50,000, saying an average turn is 200 bucks? You're like, well, gosh, now you have to do, I can't even do the math. Is that like a thousand? Am I crazy? $50,000 a month divided by a thousand? I mean, goodness gracious, 50,000 divided by 200. Yeah, that's 250 cleans turns per month. If you work seven days a week, God forbid. um mm-hmm. It's just 250 a week or a month. And you know, it's not going to be 250 a month. It's going right. to be, or you know, that would be like almost 10 a day, like eight a day or something. It's not going to be eight a day. It's going to be 27 and then zero. So when you start kind of putting the math around your niche, you're like, this just isn't going to work. I can't hire the people. I can't do it myself. This is insane. Now, again, with the the residential, you start doing the math, say it's 300, 350 is where you should be residential, by the way. Now you're like, could I do 50, 60 cleanings? You know, if it's the same clean every time, and I just had teams that just like, you do your morning account, you do your afternoon account times five days a week. Well, shoot, you got 10 accounts, but if they're all every other week, that's 20 accounts per month. So I just need 10 teams. See, the math all of a sudden starts working. So I think you were probably running into problems before because you weren't clearing your goal and you had a gross feeling like this isn't what I want, but I don't know why. So getting clear right. on your goal of where you want to go yeah. helps you pick your niche. So hopefully you guys all got that. But the reason we spend so much time on where do you want to go? What do you want your life to look like? Hard to pick a niche. You know, if you came to me and go, What is this a good niche or a bad niche? I go, I don't know. What are you trying? It's like coming in with a hammer and going, Is this a good tool or a bad tool? Well, I don't know. What are you trying to accomplish? You right. know, so if you're like, I don't know. Well, then I can't we you know, we can go around <laughs> and around forever. But when you're like, right. oh there's a little thin nail that I want to push into a wall, I'm like, oh, hammer's fantastic. But if you got a screw you want to turn, now a hammer's not so good.
1: Right. Gotcha. Well, I think you answered my questions, and I really got to get more specific on my goals and write them down and accomplish them. So thank you so much for that input because I wasn't thinking about all of that.
0: (laughs) That is why people call coaches. So that (laughs) said, we'll close it. Grow My Cleaning Company or Clean Nation. If you are like, I would like some of the help, I need that kind of conversation. Uh, if you go to growmycleaningcompany.com, you can jump on our free on-demand training. At the end of that training, you'll have an opportunity to talk with a coach who will walk you through where you're at now, kind of what's stuck, what's working, what's not working, where you want to be, and help you come up with a plan to get there. Uh, we don't even charge for those. So growmycleaningcompany.com, check it out now. See you there. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast, and you made it. Great job.